Nick's Picks, Season 1, Episode 1. My name is Nick Witosh, and this is my podcast on sports. Uh, I'm going to talk about wrestling, WWE, MLB, hockey, and football. Uh, my favorite teams are the Pittsburgh Penguins, the New York Yankees, Pittsburgh Pirates, Pittsburgh Steelers, and I just love wrestling. Both brands, Raw and SmackDown, NXT a little bit, but SmackDown is the A brand. We all know that, I think. Uh, I love sports. I have since I can remember. I've played baseball for 14 plus years. I played football two years in high school and played a little slow pitch softball and coached a little baseball for my younger cousins. And uh, I just got the inspiration to do this from Logan Paul, who is a boxer. And I guess I can talk a little bit about boxing, too. I've been getting really into boxing because of him, as well as wanting to do this. So here goes nothing. Talking a little bit about the Penguins game last night. Uh, game five in Pittsburgh. Najee Harris was at the game, and I love that for them. For the entire city of Pittsburgh, it just shows that when you play one team, you play the whole city. Uh I don't love that he was there to see them lose. It was a tough loss last night in double overtime. I think that they had so many chances to win it in the first overtime, and they just couldn't get the puck to hit hit the net. But hopefully in game six, they t- just turn that around and uh, maybe get the power play going and stop com- making stupid penalties. Uh, Malkin came out really fast on one of the last shifts in the first overtime and almost, I thought, was going to end it. But ultimately, this loss falls on Tristan Jari uh, trying to pass the puck down the ice when there was no one around and the rain, the Islanders just intercepted it and scored. I mean, it's a that's a goal scorer's goal. So no shock that they capitalized on that chance that Jari just gave up very very poor choice of play from the goalie. Game six is Wednesday. Do or die for the boys in black, and it's in New York. So, should be fun. Hoping for pens and seven. Jumping over to Monday Night Raw. I didn't watch it last night because of the Penguins game, but I wish I would have rather watched Raw than watch the disaster in the double overtime. But just going off of CBS Sports, kind of like a the way they grade their stuff, the matches and everything, Drew McIntyre and Kofi Kingston had a match that ended in a no contest, and the winner was told that they would get a match against Bobby Lashley at Hell in a Cell for the WWE Championship. I'm assuming that it would be a Hell in a Cell match, but nothing of that nature was confirmed. And after it was ended in no contest, Adam Pierce called for a rematch next week. And if Bobby Lashley or MVP interfere in any way, shape, or form, Bobby Lashley will be suspended for 90 days. One match we do have set for Hell in a Cell is the Raw Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. Yawn. We've seen this probably one too many times now, but I guess it is Charlotte Flair, so that explains a lot. Charlotte beat Asuka and now is given a chance to face Rhea for the title at Hell in a Cell, which is really weird to still say 
to say Hell in a Cell in June. I'm still used to it being in October, but that's just me, I guess. It was also kind of confusing to read that Nikki Cross beat Rhea Ripley in a Beat the Clock challenge, and that was kind of it, that Charlotte Flair was then given a chance for the ti- for a title match. I think it would have been cool to see Nikki and a triple threat versus Asuka and Charlotte rather than just Charlotte versus Asuka, and then the winner gets the title shot, but whatever. Uh, I like Charlotte Flair as a heel, and it's this... Storyline, if you can call it that, is way better than the the Ric Flair and Lacey Evans story. Another fun fact, a fun fact that I read on CBS Sports is that Asuka's last 50 out of 100 matches have been against or teaming with Charlotte Flair. Which is, I guess, just weird. It's not good or bad. I mean, I guess it's bad because it's getting stale. But they've always seemed to put on good matches, so I can understand it. Uh, Later in the night, Cedric Alexander won over Shelton Benjamin, which, I mean, this really does nothing because I think a couple weeks ago, Shelton Benjamin beat Cedric Alexander, so what is this really proving? (laughs) Uh, Riddle beat Xavier Woods. That match was hyped up last week, I think. Sheamus beat Humberto Carrillo, which I'm shocked that he's still with the WWE. I really don't understand that one. Why would you keep him and release Samoa Joe? Speaking of Samoa Joe being released, they released Samoa Joe, but are bringing back Jinder Mahal and Eva Marie. That doesn't make sense to me. Eva Marie has been teasing that she's coming back for the, like the last two or three weeks, and I'm not excited for that one bit. I'm also hearing rumors that the King of the Ring is returning, and I'm for it if it doesn't lead to the next King Corbin. Jumping into the Women's Tag Team Championship. Was supposed to be defended on all three brands, but kind of left NXT out to dry and now they have NXT has their own women's tag team championships so what's the point of having both if or having a tag team championship on the main rosters if the NXT women's tag team division is 10 times better than any other women's tag team division in the world uh, Bailey and Sasha held those titles hostage for however many months that was. Shayna and Nia then did the same thing, and now I think that Natalia and Tamina are going to hold them hostage for a very, very long time. And I'm not looking forward to that. I really want some fresh faces in the division. Uh, Raw just watching Raw just sucks anymore because their stuff is so mediocre compared to what it used to be. I mean, if they would have had Becky and Ronda return by now, it would be different, but or even give Alexa Bliss some more time and more more time on TV, but uh, I know Ronda won't be back for a while. 
However, I think Becky's going to return soon. And I really don't want her to go back to Raw. Even though I would love to see her back in the title picture immediately. And get the title back that she didn't lose. Against Charlotte or Asuka or Rhea or anybody. I would really like to see Becca versus Rhea. That would be really cool to me. But I also don't want Becky to fall into the dumpster fire that is Monday Night Raw. And I would love to see her on SmackDown with Seth. I also think that that's what they're going to do. Just to make it easier for them. And SmackDown will continue to be the A-show until someone like Becky Lynch would, would, would return to Raw. And that's just a fact. One other rumor that I've been seeing and I'm not excited about at all is that Finn Balor wants to come back to the main roster. What a waste of time the last two years would be for him just to go down have the NXT title, lose it, have another match or two for it, then come back up. Makes no sense. I'm excited for SmackDown this week, but I don't think I'll be able to watch it because I will be in West Virginia. So I'm hoping the hotel has Fox and I'm able to watch it. Or I'll just watch Saturday through Hulu. But SmackDown's the A show. Roman Reigns deserves a Walter type title reign. 100%. You can't tell me any different. The way he is wrestling right now and entertaining right now with his character is out of this world and he's doing a phenomenal job. And I will acknowledge him as my tribal chief. Going over to baseball. Uh, did my Yankees win? They won Sunday night and are now starting three with the Jays starting today. Uh, did the Pirates lose? More than likely, probably. They're falling even further away from 500, which I was excited about to see that they were at 500, but now that is just out the window, apparently. Have there been any no-hitters since Corey Kluber's? I don't believe so. In fact, I'm going to see the Pirates next week against the Dodgers, and I kind of want to see and witness the seventh no-hitter of the season before the All-Star break. I think that would be really fun. I also want to see Trevor Bauer pitch, but I don't think he's going to pitch in Pittsburgh at all, which sucks. Speaking of Trevor Bauer, he's my favorite player right now, hands down. The way that he's trying to help evolve the game as a pitcher and help brand himself by using his job as a Major League Baseball pitcher, but is always getting told he can't do that, but he finds ways around it to clown Rob Mainfield. I love that a thousand percent. I just, if the Yankees fall short of the playoffs or get knocked out, I will definitely want to see the Dodgers repeat and Trevor Bauer win a ring, 100%. The Yankees 
I guess, are having some issues with the outfield. They're looking at moving Brett Gardner back into center field. Uh, I'm glad that they still have Brett Gardner, but that's kind of a shock to me. Out of all the young talent they have, I don't know if people are hurt or it's still the whole COVID thing because the last I saw, they had a COVID outbreak in the Yankees clubhouse, so that kind of sucks. But a good on a good note, to end on a good note around, the, around baseball, Zach Britton for the Yankees is going to make a rehab start on Saturday. So we should see him back soon. So my game plan for my first episode, um, I'm going to start with some predictions for Monday Night Raw this week. I'm going to go over my bracket picks, hence Nick's picks, for the NBA and the NHL playoffs. I know that they're, the NHL has already started, but I'll just make them halfway or midway through round one. After my picks, I'll go through a rundown of my favorite teams, as in the Penguins, the Yankees, the Pirates, and then might get into a little football. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the Logan and Floyd fight coming up in two weeks. I'm very excited for it. I cannot wait. And that's just because I'm a huge Logan Paul fan. I watched Jake's fight, was very disappointed. So I'm hoping that Showtime puts on a better show. And I think it'll be worth 50 bucks. I hope it will be. To wrap up with the episode, I'm going to pick a division in the NFL. uh, Make my picks for where they'll finish throughout the division. um, And just kind of a couple notes on all those teams. And I'm doing this randomly. I'm going to have a friend of mine, shout out, you know who you are, pick the division for me. And she just chose the North Division of the NFC. So the NFC North on Nick's picks is coming up next. Uh, To start off with my final standings, I'm going to go with the Packers are going to be 12-5 and and win the division. They might lose two divisional games. Uh, I think that Aaron Rodgers will end the standoff. I don't think he's going to sit out the whole the entire season. Um, but I do think that he will be out of Green Bay probably next year. Uh, second place will be Minnesota at 11-6. and six. I think they're going to split with Green Bay. And then that second game that the Packers might lose will be a toss-up of Chicago or Detroit. But more than likely, I think it'll be Detroit. I don't think Chicago is going to win any divisional games. I think they're going to get swept. Minnesota, I think, will make the playoffs on a wild card and just barely lose that divisional title to the Packers. Their draft class this year, I think, is really good. Uh, They kind of replaced Kyle Rudolph with the tight end they took in the fifth round. And I think that makes up for his absence. Third place, I think, will be the Bears at 8-10. Or sorry, uh, eight and nine. Um, I am not a huge Justin Fields fan. <laughs> I didn't like him at Ohio State. 
and I don't think that he's the answer to the Bears for their long-term quarterback. I just don't think he's that good. And last but not least, in fourth place, the Lions. Uh, Nothing is really going to change in Motown. I think they're still the joke of the NFC North. Just like the Browns are still the joke of the AFC North, regardless of who they add. Just how it is. The Browns will be the same old Browns, and the Lions will be the same old Lions. But it's going to be interesting to see that how they play against, as I said before, the AFC North, because that's who they play this year. So I'm very excited to see that. A little preview for Monday Night Raw tomorrow. I think we're, well, it was confirmed that we're going to get Riddle versus Xavier Woods. And after last week, I think Riddle is going to gonna top him. Apparently, we are also getting AJ Styles versus Jackson Riker. I don't care one bit about this match, but I think AJ will win with the help of Omos. Jinder Mahal will probably be back again after winning a match over Jeff Hardy in his return. Not thrilled about that. He'll probably make his way to the title picture, and I'm not thrilled about that either. Uh, a U.S. title match or feud uh, upcoming, Sheamus versus Damian Priest possibility, and I'm okay with that, I guess. Uh, the women's side, I think Charlotte Flair and Oscar will have a match, and Charlotte Flair will win, putting her back into a little feud with Rhea. I think Bobby Lashley is going to attack Kofi after last week. And uh, I wouldn't be upset with Kofi back in the title picture. Who would want Kofi Mania too? And I also think that Kofi versus Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship will be a match at Hell in a Cell. And it will also be a Hell in a Cell match. That's where all my predictions for this week. And I'll do SmackDown on Wednesday night. All right, I guess I'm also going to do NBA because I went through that at the NHL pretty quick. So in the West, uh, Utah over Memphis, the Clippers over Dallas, Denver over Portland, and the Lakers over Phoenix. The Lakers over Denver, the Clippers over Utah, and then the Lakers in the finals winning over the Clippers. In the Eastern, Philly over Washington. That one's tough for me because I'm an all-Pittsburgh kind of guy, but... Pittsburgh doesn't have a basketball team. The Knicks over Milwaukee. Boston over Brooklyn. And Miami winning their series. Miami over Boston. Philly over the Knicks. And Philly into the finals against the Clippers. But LeBron's going to be LeBron. And win another ring. Which will be good. This is Nick's Picks, Season 1, Episode 1, and I'm going to start my podcast, my first ever one, by going through my picks on who I think is going to win the Stanley Cup. And at the time, this is 523, so the playoffs have already started. But, oh well. In the Eastern Conference, uh, Pittsburgh versus the Islanders, I have Pittsburgh winning 4-2. 
Washington versus the Bruins. I have Washington coming back 4-3. to three. Carolina versus Nashville. Nashville winning 4-2. Florida, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay winning 4-1. And then losing to Nashville. Four games to two. The Penguins winning four games to three over the Capitals. Going to the Cup once again over on the western side. Colorado winning in four. Vegas over Minnesota. Four to two. Toronto over Montreal, four to one, and Winnipeg over Edmonton. And then Toronto over Winnipeg, Vegas over Colorado, and Vegas versus Pittsburgh in the cup. Uh, the Penguins winning four to three. One and a half weeks until the world is shocked. By a Pokemon card collecting, podcasting YouTuber named Logan Paul. When he beats Floyd Money Mayweather. And yes, I'm only behind Logan because I've been watching a lot of him and Jake's, both of their content over the year. But in watching all of them, all of their videos, their older stuff, and now to their newer stuff, they've grown up a lot. And this one is different for Logan because he's made a move to Puerto Rico. He's now focusing on one thing and one thing only, which is boxing. And he's focusing on boxing the greatest boxer in the world, Floyd Mayweather. And I just, I think that being isolated in a training camp with so much on the line does and can do so much for any fighter out there. Logan every day has been training with world champions in sparring sessions, just getting quicker, faster, and stronger every single day. And I'm sure Floyd is doing some training. Regardless of whatever training, whatever type of training he does, how much of any training that he does, he every day he's getting older and he's getting slower. And I'm so excited for this fight because it's going to be the second boxing match that I've ever actually watched. The first one being that I bought the Jake Paul versus Ben Askren pay-per-view, which I do regret only because it was through Triller and not on Showtime like the Logan versus Floyd fight will be. But I think that Jake's next fight will be will be even better than the Triller fight because Jake just signed a deal with Showtime. And I think whoever Jake fights next, I think it's going to be a real boxer. He's going to be a quote-unquote real boxer. And people are finally going to give Jake the respect that he deserves. Logan and Jake both the respect that they deserve for what they're doing for the sport of boxing. They're going they're both going from YouTubers to boxers. And it's cool because they're bringing a new type of entertainment to the sport of boxing. They're now getting other influence influencers into the sport of boxing. Like there's a YouTuber 
YouTubers versus TikTokers boxing card for June. I'm kind of excited to see how that plays out. Uh, I just, I fully believe that Logan is going to walk into Miami at the Hard Rock Stadium and he's going to win. But I believe that even more that he's going to give Floyd everything he has because that's just who he is. And I just think that with both of his previous fights not going his way, the first one to KSI being a draw, and then the second one to KSI being that he lost because of two a two-point deduction, I just think that I just think that he's now gone gotten so far past his skill level in both of those fights, and that now that he's training every single day and only focusing on boxing, I mean, he hasn't put out a YouTube video in I don't know how long. There hasn't been a podcast since since Jake's fight, a little bit after Jake's fight in April. Uh, so it's been about a month since the last podcast. I'm hoping that he gets one out soon. But I'm very excited for June 6th. Very excited. I'm very excited to get into the sport of boxing as both these guys, their careers progress and they bring more eyes to the sport of boxing like they've already brought my eyes to the sport of boxing. That wraps up my episode, my first ever episode. Uh, I just want to thank to any, thank you to anyone who listened, and I just ask that you share it with your friends and family or anyone who loves sports that you know. Uh, go follow Nick NicksPix62 on Instagram and Twitter so you don't miss my next episode. And I want to thank my friends who have my back and are listening and will eventually maybe be on an episode or two. You know who you are. Uh, Also, thank you to my friends who talked me into fully committing to this and being 100% behind it when I wasn't really sure if I was actually going to do this. I've been wanting to do it for a long, long time. And I just kind of got the inspiration from... my hero, uh, Logan Paul. So thanks for listening. This is Nick's picks season one, episode one. And I guess until the next one, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick at NWitosh 62 and podcast social medias, Nick's picks 62, Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for listening once again.